Good day, good day, good day, good day. Thank you for tuning in to the WDRB Media, the voice of the community, the only station giving you double the information and inspiration. You're listening to the Derek Thorpe Show, and I'm your host, the Reverend Dr. Derek Thorpe Sr. I serve as Senior Pastor of First Baptist Missionary Church in Graham, North Carolina, 420 North Maple Street. There, where you will find us, I also serve as Academic Dean at Carolina Christian College. I'm the business owner, DT Ministries Consultant. And today, today, I have some special guests uh, with us. We have a graduate student, uh, my brother, Thomas Joyce. He's a, a deacon, is that right? That's correct. Deacon at Payne's Chapel, Payne's Chapel Baptist Church. In Mount Amen. In Mount Airy, North Carolina. And also with us today, our very own our librarian here at Carolina Christian College, Sarah Taylor, who's also um, a member of the Northside Church of Christ. Amen. That's in High Point. High Point, yes. Amen. We praise God for High Point. And so I'm excited. I want to welcome uh, them both to today's show. Today's show, we're discussing, uh, friends, and thank you for joining us today. We're discussing revitalizing Sunday school and growing today's church. I feel like, Brother George, Sister Sarah, there's no other issue or concern that's facing today's church than than Sunday school. Amen. Not not just membership. That that's a whole nother topic. But I'm just talking about Sunday school. I believe, Sarah, that Sunday school is the teaching arm of the church. You you cannot be evangelistic and promote discipleship without talking about Sunday school. And many of our churches are cross denominationally. There are our numbers in Sunday school are declining. But I believe if we get back to the big things, our evangelistic purpose, our vision statements, then in the words of Dr. Terry Thomas, we can put some glow on the truth. <laughs> so so Brother Thomas, you, you have a, a graduate, your capstone topic project is entitled how Sunday school influences the ministry of the local church. My question is, how do we address this problem, this business of Sunday school? What do you suggest? Well, first of all, Sunday school strengthens the confidence should strengthen the confidence in our members in the church in religion. All right. It should strengthen that confidence in our religion. Okay. Because it gives us a background of uh, Christian education. It gives us the background of how religion really started, what it was based on, mm -hmm. what it's supposed to do. All right. And if we got successful teachers in that Sunday school, then that will be transformed to our members, to our students. And that will build this <coughs> confidence all right. Okay, good, good. Uh, Sarah, what, what would you suggest with regard how do we address the concern, the lack of uh, uh, not just training, but the issue of our numbers declining in Sunday school? 
I think that we need to think about what we have that we are offering. Now, learning is the overall goal, but you can do you can teach in ways that are more engaging than others. And that might change depending upon from congregation to congregation. So I think it's good to have a open dialogue with the congregation about what they would like to see in Sunday school and the ways they would best learn so that you know that you're offering them the best that you can do and you're offering them what they need. And I think that if you're offering what they need and want, they're going to be more likely to attend. Excellent, excellent. Offering what they need, evaluate how individuals best learn. Now, how often should we evaluate that? How often should we look at our Sunday school curriculum and those that are teaching Sunday school in our churches? I would say at least once a quarter. You could use surveys, anonymous surveys, so they can give you some critiques without feeling like they're going to hurt your feelings. Uh, because honesty is what we want. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Excellent. So Excellent. I think it should be regularly evaluated. Excellent. I like that. I like that. My next question, and each of you can answer this, you know, as, as God lead you. We talked about how we want to address it. Now, how often should we train those who are teaching or those candidates who want to teach in Sunday school? How, how often should we provide, how often should we recruit? That's it. Recruit and train. Because what happens, Brother Joyce, Sister Sarah, we have folk teaching and they're not adequately trained. They may have an interest, but they're not trained. They may love to teach, but they're not trained. So not only do we need interest, but we need adequate training. And also to be involved. Because what happens is, how can one teach Sunday school and they're not even coming to Sunday school? So there has to be some consistency, in my opinion, Sarah, mm-hmm. of those who want to teach and lead by example. For example, if we're going to revitalize Sunday school, we must have the buy-in of the leadership. We can't have just the superintendent saying, <laughs> yeah. we, we need to grow the Sunday school. But there needs to be a buy-in of the congregation. There needs to be a member, a member buy-in. Because we're saying bring those to Sunday school. So to bring folk to Sunday school, that means... We have to build relationships and be evangelistic in our purposes. We can't just say, oh, come to Sunday school. How am I coming to Sunday school with you? And I don't even know you. Mm-hmm. About relationships. If we get back to the corner near, that's the fellowship. The fellowship, adequate training, the buy-in of the leadership, I think we can do something. One thing I will add, <coughs> let's point back to the Great Commission. 
somewhere along the way, I feel like we've gotten away from the paradigm. What's the paradigm? The biblical text. He says, go and make disciples. He didn't say, teach as you feel like it. The Bible says in the New Testament, he, he that is, he, he, and, and this is what he says. Y'all remember the text that talks about um, the one says, Jesus says, um, follow me. And then um, there, there was a man who said, well, let me go and bury my father. Then Jesus said, well, let the dead bury the dead. All I'm saying is we need to keep our hand to the plow. And we can't keep our hand to the plow if we're always looking back. And then he says, if you can't keep your hand to the plow, you're not fit for the kingdom. I didn't say that. The Bible said it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's discipleship. And Sunday school is a great place to grow disciples. Yes, exactly. A great place to grow disciples. Let me ask you this. What type of teaching style do you prefer in Sunday school? We're trying to help somebody today. I think that, well, words are good for me personally, so lecture is good, but I feel like handouts, visuals, those kinds of things will keep me more engaged than just sitting and listening to somebody talk. Mm. I totally agree. Now, those handouts do help. That will help the student to follow along with what you're talking about in class. Okay. So that was one thing with me. When I was in Sunday school, I had my Bible open, and as she was teaching, I was tracking on the maps where they were going and what they were doing at each place. You know. So, so you were saying you like to have some type of visual, um, something you can physically see or feel uh, as a lesson to guide you along the way in Sunday school. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I have, um, I've had Sunday school uh, classes where they've done questions for you to answer as you go along, or, uh, and then others that do questions as reflections afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I've also had ones where they just did an outline so you okay. could see where things were going and okay. follow along there. I, I like that piece about outline. Uh, that's something um, we do, we try to provide <coughs> at First Baptist Missionary Church uh, where, where I serve as pastor. I feel like that you, you want to give people something, um, a, a guide um, a, along the way. Um, but I think also if we're going to grow Sunday school, we talked about adequate, adequate training. Now, what does that look like? I feel like that needs to be a commitment on those who seek to teach and provide instruction. I also feel that if at, we talked a minute ago about evaluating quarterly the teaching. Okay. I think that to follow up, to make those evaluations effective, that a meeting of the Sunday school board to address those issues, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that should follow each 
quarterly survey. Because even if you're properly trained, you can still make changes and improvements. And yes. I think there needs to be a commitment to always do better. Do you, do you participate? Do you all participate in Sunday school at your churches? Every Sunday. Mine doesn't have it because okay. we only have a dozen members. Okay, okay. Um, and we weren't, um, we weren't getting anybody but the preacher and his family. But okay. I, did, I do participate when we have it. Is there a Sunday school mission statement at your church? No. There is a covenant, but there's no Sunday school. Just a covenant. Not, just now, how often do you visit uh, that Sunday school? How often do you visit that Sunday school? Do, I mean, I'm sorry, that, that mission statement. Uh, uh, just when you go on the internet and see it. But how often do you well, um, do you revise it? Have you revised at, it? I'm sure they do it once a year. Okay, excellent. And what I'm saying is that points back to evaluation. If we're evaluating our mission statement, our vision statement, um, our purposes, our covenant, and if that's not working, we may need to go back and revise what we're doing because at the end of the day, we, we want to grow. But if there's no leadership buy-in, if there's no pastor buy-in, if there's no membership buy-in, the people are not going to just fall out of the sky. So there has to be some work done. But we need topics like this, Brother Joyce, that we can continue to talk about and provide research mm -hmm. in all of our churches uh, and denominations. Um, but I think we own to something. So, yeah, uh, so good luck with the your capstone project. And so, uh, again, I want to uh, uh, thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, thank you, Thomas Joyce. Um, you heard it uh, today, everyone. We're talking about uh, better ways to improving uh, Sunday school, uh, revitalizing Sunday school because it's needed. Uh, again, we uh, pray God's blessings on you. Uh, good work at, at Payne's Chapel. We thank you for your leadership at Carolina Christian College um, as a librarian who is a valuable resource um, at our institution. So I uh, thank you so much, Sarah. And so thank you those for listening in on the Derek Folk today. Uh, we pray blessings on you. Until next week, continue to be blessed. You've been listening to the Derek Folk Show. I'm your host, the Reverend Dr. Derek Folk Sr on WDRB Media, the voice of the community, for double the information and inspiration. Until next week, uh, God bless your bones. Take care.